its opinions are cheap. Uh, I'm Cameron, and normally I'm joined by my friend Chad, but he had other plans tonight. Um, he got concert tickets, I don't remember to who, but if you listen to the comics podcast, he'll he'll talk about that, and he'll talk about Fago ice cream or some, I don't know. Um, but instead of just having me ramble by myself, I went ahead and snuck into his bedroom, and there's a bunch of mosquitoes, so I grabbed a mosquito, and I covered it in honey so it looks like amber, and I took the DNA from the mosquito, and I made I tried to make a clone of Chad, and then that didn't work, so I told Chad he had to stay home and record the podcast anyways. How you doing, Chad? Hi, I like that intro a lot. Thank you. I thought I was going to be a clone for a second, and so I was getting ready to say some like homunculi level, like, kill me, because that would be funny, maybe. So here's here's some behind the scenes. That was originally the idea. Oh, really? And then you, you decided not to do it? Well, that's the thing. I almost felt like it was too predictable. Yeah. It was the right amount of silly, but it's like, oh, I see where they're going, and I had I gotta add another curve in there somewhere. I agree. I've been thinking about this all day. I don't know why. You know, sometimes you have those days where you're just like, I don't want to think about anything important. I had a weird, like, flurry of ideas over the... F- There's, like, a five-minute period, and I wrote seven comics. Oh, really? Like, I just opened a notebook, and I, like, I wrote down these, like... Because they're just three-panel strips. Mm-hmm. So I was able to write the scripts, like, just in a row. And it's like, oh, wow, I got, like, two months' worth of content here. For your World of Warcraft comic? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I like that one. That'll be fun. I got bitten a foot by a spider. No. Oh. In my sleep, I woke up with a real itchy foot. It's right in, like, the very the padding, you know, the bottom of it. No. So every time I took a step, it was like, my foot itches, my foot itches, my foot itches. No, I felt that and this before. morning, it was huge. Like, the bite mark was, like, the size of a dime. It's a bit smaller now, but it's still there. It's still annoying, and I'm, I'm kind of upset that the spiders betrayed me. I've been so good to them. You can't generalize the spiders. I mean, I feel like I feel like one ruined it for all of them, because now I'm going to dust this weekend and get rid of their goddamn cobwebs. Aww. I know, but you know, you, you give them an inch and they'll take a mile, but I don't know if they can really go a mile because they're not very big. You know, I think they can. Spiders are uh, surprisingly durable. They do that web thing where they like make little little air current, then they get thrown and then they flung away like Spider-Man. Yeah, if they're small enough, yeah. That was like a joke in Everybody Loves Raymond. I was saying that. I was like, hey, this was in Everybody Loves Raymond. That show sucks. <laughs> that show's okay. Uh, it's fine for like 15 minutes. Like You can watch half an episode and you're good. I think my biggest problem with that show is the weird... Uh, what's the word? Like You know how in Seinfeld, everyone's kind of a, a jerk person, but they're mm-hmm. relatable? Yeah. And there's a resolution or at least a climax to the story. And in Raymond, it's like, everybody's a jerk person, but we're family, so we have to get along, I guess, the end. Yeah. Also, like, a continuity thing. They're parents, but the kids are only in, like, a third of the episodes. Because being a parent's so tough, you you gotta show them how busy they are. Yeah. I I caught a couple of clips of an episode the other night where, like, it's like Raymond's turn to take the kids to the park. And all, like, the mothers at the park were, like, so surprised that a husband was helping. And so he was just, like, like the star of the place. And oh, he's like, don't worry, I'm watching one. all the kids. But yeah. he wasn't actually watching any of the kids. He was talking to these ladies and fixing their stuff. Like, the kids could have been <laughs> killing each other. He, no, he wouldn't have known. Yeah, that's a good one. And I feel like there's, like, it's funny, but I also don't want to watch a half an hour of this. So... It's it's funny that you brought up Raymond, because today's topic is dinosaurs. Let me that was an appropriate amount of silence for that. Um, So, I got the wiki article here. Um, So, dinosaurs first aired in 1991, and I went to 94, which is, I think, long enough. It didn't have to be a 10-season show. And it Wait, was... That show went for 10 fucking seasons? No. Oh, we no, went... no, I, I I just heard the word ten. No, it didn't have to be. I think three is perfectly fine. Yeah, no, I agree with no, that. No, it's four. It's four seasons. 65 episodes. 
Um, and I didn't Probably realize this, but that. apparently Jim Henson had been pitching it since '88. And they, they, they he's like, I, I got this idea for dinosaur puppets, but it'll be a family sitcom. And everyone said he was crazy. And then The Simpsons started doing so well. They're like, well, I guess uh, dumb family sitcom cartoons are okay. You can do your dinosaur show. Yeah, I remember there was an episode where the... It was like a fairy godmother kind of thing, and, and someone wanted a, a project for school, and, and it was like, the world is round. And then she got like, it was like a witch or something, because she had this horrible heretical, heretical heretic? Whatever that word is, because cause she, she thought a science thing that, that wasn't true, and then I guess she like walked around the planet, and then like the last like you know 30 seconds closing joke, they came back and like, see, the world was round. I, I like, like oh, that. you dinosaurs. I love I love the uh there there was an episode where um the son was kind of like questioning everything. And one of the things he brought up was like they they count their years like BC and they're counting down to something. He's like, "What are we even counting down to?" And it's like, "No one cares. Why are you asking that?" <laughs> so I looked it up. Season 1 was 5 episodes. Hmm. That's never a good sign. <laughs> Mm-mm. We're we're not actually talking just about the show, right? I, when I said dinosaurs, I meant like dinosaurs is in all of them. Um. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to talk about uh, season two, episode four, Charlene's tale. Uh, here's the tale. Charlene's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can we can stop talking about the TV show. I mean, um, I don't remember much about the TV show. I, I should have well, watched an episode of it. That'd have been topical. You know what? Actually, this might be a fun watch along one of these days, but because it's so, it's weird. Like, there's a quirky yeah, charm sure. to it, but it's also I don't want to say it's good. Um, that did seems you, fair. Did you ever see? Uh, there's a lot of vor in it too. It's just kind of weird. <laughs> did you ever see the finale? No, they all die, don't they? Yeah, it's like the end of the dinosaurs. Like, there's a there's a meteor hurling, and it's like, it ends with the family in the living room, and it's so cold that they're, like, freezing to death, and they're just watching the news. And the news reporter is just kind of saying, like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then, like, the news cuts out, and they're just, like, holding each other. And it's like, it's going to be okay, right, Dad? And it's like, yeah, it's going to be okay. And it just, like, fades to black. And I remember as a kid thinking, man, this is supposed to have more impact than it is. I mean, that seems pretty fucking dark. It is dark, but I, you don't care about any of these puppets that much. Like, if if the Muppet show ended that way, you would care. Sure. And this, it didn't have quite the same charm as other puppetry things. But there was some amount of charm. Like, there was enough that it worked. Okay. So, I don't know. I, like I said, I remember, like, just little glimmer pieces of the show. Like the uh, the baby hitting the dad on the head with like a frying pan. Not the mama. Yeah. And and then like I said, the the episode where the 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 teenage daughter decides the world's round. I think one of my favorite like things like the one little of them does psych drugs, gags. right? The the brother. Yeah, I think so. Is there so. an episode where he's on drugs? Yeah, and it was like I don't remember if it was like an actual drug like mushrooms or if it was like toads, but it was like yeah. some sort of thing that's like we're clearly talking about drugs, but we're not really. One of my favorite sight gags, though, was um, the the foreman or the boss character was this like really big Triceratops guy that was in this little like the little foreman office shack where it was so small that like he was half of the office pretty much. Like he's just yeah. crammed in there and he's always like bumping his head or bumping the desk. And it's like he couldn't actually get out the door physically like he was so <laughs> cramped in there. And it was just one of my favorite sight gags of this big, intimidating boss that is not in an intimidating environment. It's like you can see yeah. that. It was like, oh, this guy's always grumpy. Like you, ne- There's never a good time to talk to this guy. So when he yells your name and you have to go talk to him, it's like, oh, great. This isn't going to go well. Don't you hate those people? No, I love them because they are me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that so what... You're, what do you, uh, what dinosaur do you like to talk about? So I got, I got a bunch of weird things open. I was looking at stuff because I haven't looked at dinosaur things in a very long time. 
and then in true opinions are cheap fashion actually i wasn't i i i did research so not in true opinions are cheap fashion um i got i got stuff open i could read some dinosaur facts but uh my go-to i always really liked when i was when i was young like in in uh, grade school me and a friend of mine we'd go to the library like once a week or whatever, the school library, and we'd always ask, hey, do you got any new books on dinosaurs? And the answer was always no, because it was fucking an underfunded school, and no one gave a shit. Um, but I always liked the Archaeopteryx, which is like a bird dinosaur, and really, it's not that great when you look at it as an adult. It's tiny, it's not as colorful as the coloring book made it look, and uh, it's basically just a big old angry bird that could fly a bit. But it is still kind of cool, so I, I like that one. That's one of my favorite uh, Pokemon. They made one of the fossil Pokemon off of that one. Yeah. And that's a cool one. It's There's something kind of charming about it. And it's one of those, like, people are like, man, I can't believe fucking dinosaurs might have feathers now. It's like, bitch, that one always had feathers. That's why we know they have feathers, is because of that one. Really? Pr- pretty much. I think that one... I thought that, that one's been around a long time, though. Well, it has, but someone was able to point out that it was... It has these like really direct ties, and the and the way the timeline is, it's like no, this lived at the same time as these other dinosaurs, and and it it led the one of the problems with archaeology specifically when you're looking at like dinosaur period times mm-hmm. is that the science seems to move very very slowly, and I think partially it's an underfunded field because we don't immediately get a lot of utility out of this knowledge. Yeah, it's so, kind of just cool. Yeah, it's kind of just cool. So we have these recurring problems in the dinosaur field where there's a discovery that's made, and then 20 years later, it's like, oh, you know what? My bad. Instead of, like, a a bunch of peers that are more critically getting results within, like, five years. Yeah. Um, That's not to say... Well, blah, blah, blah. Um, I like Archaeopteryx, too. Yay! I wrote about... I don't want to be one of those, like... I don't want to be a hipster dinosaur fan and be like, I like this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you you like that one too. My favorite is Charlie from Jurassic World because he was like, <laughs> "Did you no. know a T-Rex bite was more than twice as powerful as a lion's bite?" Well, I would hope so. It's like it's much more than twice as big. Yeah, T-Rexes are pretty big. Lions are pretty decent sized too, but. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's just like the dinosaurs didn't really seem like they were constructed all that well. Like they're so big and bulky. Like I don't even most of them couldn't even run. Well, it's that, but it's also the environment they lived in is very different than ours. Um, my understanding is like let's let's pretend Jurassic Park happened. They have to locate the island somewhere where it's irregularly hot because the world was just hotter back then. Mm-hmm. And like that's what they're used to. <laughs> also, they would get caught in power lines. I like um. It should be funny. I lo- actually that would be funny. Um, the the new Warcraft expansion has a lot of dinosaurs in it. But my favorite so far is um, it's like a god of the compies. Oh yeah, and her name is Johnny. And she, she just like her, all these little compies will like sneak into camps and steal like knickknacks and shiny things like a crow would. And if you find the pile of junk somewhere, then Johnny shows up and turns you into one of those, and you have to play a prank on somebody. So it's like you run over to the archaeologist and like bite him on the ass and steal his hat and run away. And what's great is the voice work of Johnny. Um, like she has this really thick accent. And she calls you Richmond, mm. and um, whenever like, and so it's like you bite the dwarf on the ass, and then, and then she just like laughs, like, ah, 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 ah. and it's the most charming thing. The blue whale is bigger than any dinosaur at 108 feet long, which is kind of interesting because everyone thinks dinosaurs are really big, but actually the biggest stuff is around now, and like the smartest stuff is around now. And so maybe that maybe that meteor was good. Well, also, like there were there were big dinosaurs the same way that we have elephants, but a lot of dinosaurs were small. Yeah, that's, that's okay. another one of the facts on this list is that most dinosaurs are actually like people sized or smaller. And I've said before, I'm listening to the uh, Jurassic Park audiobook because I just never got around to reading that. 
Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that it the book really dates itself because there's stuff that we know about dinosaurs now that are like way beyond what this guy knew at the time. And one of the talking points early in the book is uh, they're describing the compi and how the little compies will run around the island eating poo. Um, and that's how they keep, they like keep clean after all the dinosaurs and stuff. And it's like a functioning ecosystem. And the guy is like, wait, how small is the dinosaur? It's like, well, it's only this small. I thought dinosaurs were big. And it's like, <laughs> it was just weird. There's a paragraph dedicated to the fact that there are small dinosaurs. And it's like, oh, wow, I forgot that I know a lot more about dinosaurs today than we knew in the in the 90s even. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of funny. Like, one of the things on this, uh, on this list is snakes and lizards shed their skin when they grow. Researchers believe that dinosaurs may have done the same. And now it's just like, well, maybe dinosaurs didn't have scales, like, if they were... We well, don't, you know, we don't really know. The other thing is, uh, more and more people are coming to the conclusion that they're not anything like lizards. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny because I think the name dinosaur means like large lizard. Yeah, it means terrible lizard. Yeah, that's it, terrible lizard. And so it's just kind of funny how like, oh, oh, what's that? Um, what's that dolphin over there? Well, well, let's call it a killer whale. Okay. Hey, what's that that large um bird that that scavenges and is as big as an elephant? We'll call it a terrible lizard, but it's a bird. No, it's a terrible lizard. I'm taking this buzz Buzzfeed. Okay. How would yeah. you describe your body type? Where is crying? How would you best describe your personality? Um, hmm. Yeah, we have a Buzzfeed article. What dinosaur are you? Pick your DJ name. Oh man, where's Cunnilingus McGingus? That that wouldn't be my DJ name. But it's a funny thing to say. Velociraptor. Okay, I like that one. That's a good. That's a good stupid pun. Superpower. Oh. <laughs> pick a pick a Mario Kart driver. This is a fucking weird... Yoshi. No. What do you want to watch? Oh look, all of the dinosaur movies. Well, holy shit, we're back. I I remember seeing that movie. I don't remember fucking anything about it, but I remember it was a thing that existed. Remember that movie? Mm. Fucking big old dopey talking dinosaurs. Yes, I never saw the ending of it. I always saw the first 30 minutes and like that was it. I like the last question is how do you mate? And one of the answers is I'm into some weird shit. You are a Parasaurolophus. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. And the picture cut off. Thanks, BuzzFeed, you toolbag cunts. Oh, this is one of this is the duckbill thing. Those things are cool. Apparently they had like over a thousand teeth. More dinosaur facts for your listeners. You're a lifesaver. That's bullshit. A hero, also bullshit. The Paul Revere of dinosaurs. This is so wrong. You're happy with the simple things in life, and your special shape makes you an extra good snuggler. Fuck you, BuzzFeed. You got me so wrong. I don't even like you no more. I, <laughs> I like never liked you to begin with. What would your superpower be? I pick murder. That was a that was a that was a thing. That's a superpower. It is on there. I put teleportation because so, I feel like that'd be cool. Okay, so wait a minute. What do you want to watch? And some there's a lot of movies on here that are not Mario Brothers, so don't know what to do there. Yeah, I picked Ice Age. I think that was a pretty good movie. How do you mate? What in the... Yeah, isn't that like a fucking weird question? Okay, so this is great. I got Tyrannosaurus Rex. And oh, the fuck pic- off. You got a cool one. Well, no, here's the cool part. The picture, um, imagine like a, Tricer- or a Tyrannosaurus Rex that's like in profile. Uh-huh. And the picture cuts off the tail and the head, so you just see like, yeah, the legs. Yeah, that's what happened with the fucking Parasolophilus dinosaur. When the I bought liquor for this show. I got a Mickey's. Ooh. No, that didn't go down so well. I better put more in the glass. I got a bullet. Fucking uh, Kentucky bourbon. Hell yeah. I hate BuzzFeed. I, I do pick, too. I picked this because I thought this would be more cringy than the boys' life quiz. And it was. <laughs> Yay. <clears throat> Stegosaurus had a brain size... Of a walnut, only three centimeters long and weighing seventy-five grams. Which, to be fair, seventy-five grams is 
Not that much. Never mind, I was gonna say that seems like a lot for three centimeters. Which actually that is a lot for three centimeters. Three centimeters is tiny. So at least it was a dense brain. So uh, what what's your take on um cavemen living with dinosaurs? You mean as like a story idea? Like as a setting. Like in like in the Mario show or like the Flintstones or something. I think it's fun. Like Flintstones is cool. Uh, Flintstones has a it, Flintstones is great because it has like one really good core idea and it just uses that from start to finish and it and then it has you know some fun characters but it it doesn't feel like it ever really gets old because they can just keep using this idea really well like the Jetsons is kind of the same but though doesn't hold up as well now that it's 2018 and we don't have flying cars or robots. I like I think maybe Flintstones is the only one that pulls that off well. I kind of really hate seeing cavemen and dinosaurs at the same time. Well, what about those Geico commercials, Cameron? Remember those? Yeah, I hate those. Yeah, they're horrible. That's why I never got Geico. It was only because of that commercial with the dinosaur in it. They were pretty bad. Um I don't know. I I feel like it works for like a comedy setting. I you can't do anything like serious in it because when you start doing serious, people are like, "Yeah, but that didn't happen." But this is this thing. I don't think that works for the Mario show because I feel like every time they involve dinosaurs and cavemen, I'm always sitting there like, why? Like, <laughs> like Mario could go anywhere. Why is he hanging out with cavemen? I feel like that's a separate question than cavemen hanging with dinosaurs, though. But it's just like the setting is so dumb. Nothing about it feels fun. I feel like sure. if the whole thing was set on the moon and there were dumb Martians. I wouldn't question it half as much. <laughs> That's fair. You know what I thought I saw was a cool thing, though? And I mentioned this on a comic stash. You probably heard this. There's a, a comic with all bunch of, a bunch of furry characters talking animal people. It's called... Um... Oh, what is it called? I can't remember what it's fucking called. She is. I can't either. Which is annoying because it's good. Either way, so they fix the problem of like, oh man, how do, what do they have for wildlife? By they have dinosaurs. So it's talking animal people, and then they have the dinosaurs or the wildlife. Like like she's got like a little pet, compy like lizard. And I thought that was fucking brilliant, and I'm surprised I haven't seen it done before. So that's cool. I don't have anything more to add to that. Other than that was good. I, I really should figure out what the name of that comic is because it's actually really good. What the fuck is it called well go go look it up real quick um uh i i'm thinking image about comic furry shit let's see if that helps i don't like dinosaur furries either i feel like that doesn't I don't know work if i've really seen a lot of those i've seen some and they just they don't work and i think that's why you don't see more of them it's called i believe it's called unnatural yes that's it which is weird when i googled image comics that was like an autocomplete which means <laughs> i've either googled it before or google knows what kind of porn i look at Winky wink, Google. I love when people are on a podcast and they'll say, did you know if you type into Google, it'll just autocomplete to blank and they don't realize that they're like saying something about themselves? Yeah, that's why I had to like follow up and, and really clarify that there's, there's maybe a porn thing there. Like I just, I type in G and it autocompletes to two gay guys in the butt. And it's like, <laughs> how does it know? That's not for me at all. And it's like Google keeps doing that. Uh, there's a cool cool fact on here I'm looking for. Um It was like there's some there's some like water kind of dinosaur that had to had to give birth backwards because if it gave birth forwards uh that would the the thing would die. Like the baby would drown. Which doesn't make any sense when I think about it. I don't know. I didn't say the didn't say the facts would be very very good listeners. I just said there'd be facts. Yay! Yeah, here it is. Ichthyosaur, ichthyosaur babies were born tail first. Had they been born head first, they would have drowned before they could reach the water surface to take their first breath. And it's like, bitch, just just fucking give birth in the water then. Well, I solved that problem, you stupid dinosaur. Oh, they look kind of cool. They're like like the brontosaur, brontosaurus of the sea. They got big old heads, like Loch Ness monster kind of fuckers. No, I like wait, I turtles. Think that's wrong... Turtles are cool. I like to watch turtles and imagine that they're dinosaurs. 
I saw one saw a big old snapping turtle cross on the street, and that thing like this like definitely dinosaur aspects to turtles. Like it had a big ass like lizard like tail and it looked angry, and it's like man, if I approach that, it would probably bite me. Well, you've seen that um that gigantic crocodile in that Gulf, uh, where is that in Florida? Probably. Um, they have a golf course with this gigantic crocodile or alligator, I guess. And the gator, like, it's just, there's no, it has no competition because there's not many gators there. So it just keeps growing. And so it's so, like, irregularly large that it's just, you can see it in the distance, like, crossing. It'll, like, go from one body of water to another. And so it just, like, slowly marches over the golf course. And what's funny is that somebody got really good footage of it walking and just play that Jurassic Park music over it. And you, you just, you can't unsee that. Sure. I've never, I've never really been around, like, super big animals. Like, the closest is probably, like, a horse. I mean, horses are pretty goddamn big. But you don't really feel threatened by a horse or a cow. You ever pet a giraffe? No. They're so sweet. Are they? No. But if you give them food, they'll pretend to be sweet. There you go. They got big old eyes. They have, they have very, uh, honestly, they have very nice eyes. Um, like if they, if they tolerate you, they're very nice to have around, but they're just so like naturally aggressive. It's weird. You take even to a zoo? Yes. I think there was some zoo where they had to like, it was like in Denmark or something where they had to like kill a giraffe because it was a male and it was fighting with like the other male giraffe. So they killed it, and then they, like, dissected it, and then they gave the leftovers to, like, the lion. <laughs> and people got really mad, because they're like, how, do you, how dare you do those things? And they're like, well, I mean, it's a giraffe. It'd probably get eaten by a lion in real life. Did you see that the lion zoo was hungry. where they, they took a donkey or a horse or something, and they painted it like a zebra? No, but I appreciate that moxie. I respect it. Well, it's just it's somebody... nice to the animal, but... It's getting all sorts of attention. It doesn't care. I mean, like, is that is that like a good grift? I guess everybody knows. Well, it was their official statement was that no, it's not a it's not a horse. It's a it's a real zebra, and there's like a picture of a horse painted like a zebra. They don't and it's look like, that similar. If you like, like, no, so it's, you know, it's like, are they leaning into the joke, or does somebody there like really just want to commit to this weird lie? But the more I thought about it, um, somebody on Twitter asked. Would it be ethical to just to open a zoo where you just get dogs and just paint them or put them in costumes and each exhibit is a different animal, but it's always just a dog in like an elephant costume? You would make so much money the first week and then no one would come back. Well, I feel like that's the American equivalent of the cat cafe in Japan. Yeah. Where it's like, here's a really goofy gimmick. Like we like uh, if a if a puppy kennel were to go out of business by the building. And say, it's the 7th Avenue Corner Zoo. Come on down. We've got tigers and bears. Oh, my. And have, like, photos of the dogs in the window so no one thinks it's something else. And just, like, really commit to the bit. And it, it yeah. might be charming. I just, I, I I don't think it would work long term. Like, you'd get some people to show up, but then people would bring their kids. And it'd be, like, this cute thing to do for an hour. And then everyone would be just sick of it. I think location is key. If there's a lot of tourists, you're going to get a lot of first-time guests. Yes. Um, so you could set this up next to like the Roswell Museum, and it's like, hey, you tired of seeing aliens? Well, we got a zoo. Then you could dress like one of the dogs up like an alien every once in a while and be like, oh shit, he escaped from Roswell. We better call that museum and give him their, their prop back. Ha ha ha. Dude, you could actually get like cross-promotional stuff with the other the, the alien museum. I mean, you'd almost have to. You ever you ever been to Roswell? No. They got some cool museums in there. Is that like museums in quotes? No, it's like collections of um, of like firsthand encounters and drawings people have done, and like authentic uh cryptozoology and stuff. Okay, I don't believe that aliens have ever come to this planet. That's fine, but the the act of studying. The idea that there may have happened is fun, and it's well documented. And there's a neat museum that shows some of the work and effort people have done. 
that seems like it'd be cool. I can't tell if I'd be a spoil sport for something like that or not. I don't know. When we went, it was a family road trip, and my mom did not want to be there because she just cannot take the alien stuff for more than five minutes. Sure. So it was really funny. Because, <laughs> like, every example was, like, here's, a here's like, a 60-page diary where somebody drew pictures of, like, every night they got abducted, they would draw a picture of the alien they saw, and they started to notice these patterns and faces, and they started to assign names to the faces. And so it's like, I got two pages in, and Mom's like, okay, we're going. <laughs> I feel like that'd be interesting to look at, you know, from your perspective of being, of you know, doing artwork, uh, writing stories, stuff like that. Like, there's good stuff there as uh, to mine for, for fiction. That's a dumb, pretentious thing I just said. I should kill myself. Oh, so speak. No, it's not. But speaking of <laughs> aliens, um, did I send you that video of? It was like a weird Christian video for kids about. It was like parodying the X Files. This sounds really familiar. You probably did at one point. And it was um, it was two FBI agents, but one of them's a dinosaur, and they're researching why the dinosaurs went extinct because it doesn't make sense. Like wh- what? Where would the, where did the dinosaurs really go? Like we can't prove that it was a meteor or something. Like what happened? So they're investigating it, and then they find in the Bible that it was they that it, they're real, and it's it wasn't a meteor, as the huh. Bible. Well, there you go. Glad they make, that's settled. They make such a lack of an argument, and it's clearly aimed at kids because one of the agent Scaly is a dinosaur. Uh huh. He's like a he's like a dinosaur's puppet. And what's weird is that they're parodying the X-Files, like, really deliberately. And I don't know... Like, the five-year-old they're trying to convince that dinosaurs are a plot by Satan isn't going to get the X-Files references. Right. And it was such a strange decision to make that, like, there's, like, a budget in this thing. It wasn't a home movie. The things that get made, like, it's really kind of blows your mind. Like yeah. that fucking Johnny Johnny thing you sent me the other day. Oh yeah, um, I, horrible thing, dude. I wanted to sing that last night when we were playing Overwatch because you, I, I thought you would go along with it, but you'd never seen it before, so I couldn't. Here's the thing: is I probably would have gone along with it had I seen it before. Well, yeah, because it, it's so simple that you can just make shit up. Well, it's just you were you were playing Overwatch, uh-huh. and I got in the game, and I wanted to go Moira, Moira. Um, what something? Uh, like using damage? No, Papa. <laughs> Are you healing? Yes, Papa. Check your medals. Ha ha ha. I wanted to like start rewriting it like Johnny Johnny. Yes, Papa. Killing self. <laughs> yes, Papa. And then just like a gunshot. And then it's just telling over. lies. And there's just like silence. Ha ha ha. <laughs> You can make it dark so fast and easy because there's no, like, the melody to it is, is could be pretty much any words as long as it's, like, a handful of syllables. You don't even need to rhyme properly. Like, it's, no. there's something fascinating about how bad these are that it becomes a creative playground. Yeah, like, you have three syllables. They're, you know, killing self, sucking dick, fucking butts. I Two found one, were... I found one about Johnny. The dinosaur I like. Oh, yeah? Where the troll's like, Johnny, Johnny, yes, rich man. Playing pranks? No, rich man. Stealing <laughs> hats? No, rich man. Open your mouth. <laughs> Is that going to become some weird meme thing? It are, It has been for like a year now. Really? God, I'm so not in touch with what the memesters are do- memeing. No, they've been singing it on Oni Plays for like a year, but now like, really? now it reached Twitter, which means it's going to like die in a week. Yeah. Did you see the car one? No. There's one where the dad's a car, and then like there's like a car Johnny, and then real Johnny, but the family is like cars, and like the car's eating toothpaste, and like open your mouth, haha, and then like the, the car's eating breakfast, but it's a hamburger, and then the car gets in a bus to school. And then comes home and it wants to play with the Jeeps. But the Jeeps, like the cars have eyes for their windshields, but the Jeeps have eyes for their headlights. And it's so jarring. 
on top of the weird non-rhyming nursery rhyme. And it's like, these are being made deliberately by this one guy, but I hate that I can't pinpoint where the the fun is coming from. Because I enjoy them, but they're awful. Yeah. I feel like this comic you sent me, it shouldn't be open your mouth, it should be open mouth, right? Because it's always three syllables. Well, no, that's the thing. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> Because I, I listened to that, that song you sent me was like three and a half bucktarded minutes, and then I was playing Overwatch, so I had to sit through it until I died, and then I was able to stop, and it was it was excruciating. No, there's a part where Johnny goes to the bus, and he's like, uh, like Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa, um, your bus is here, yes, Papa, go and get your bus, yes, Papa, and huh. it like ends. It, it's so, it's it's so bad. That it becomes fascinating. It's like a children's musical version of Fateful Findings. <laughs> that is a really good. That that's that's really good. What you just said. I keep getting Facebook ads for Lunar Toy Store, which sells like anime toys and figures for really expensive monies, and I don't know why. Oh, okay, so I want to talk about the bad side of dinosaurs. Okay, let's talk, yeah, let's return to dinosaurs. We are we are still on the dinosaurs. Wow, it's only been 36 minutes. I hate um poor marketing of dinosaurs. But that's what not to mean? say, well, let me let me clarify. I feel like there's a wave of dinosaur snobs that are just so pretentious and annoying over like dinosaur fact. I mean, yeah, it's sort of like, I liked dinosaurs when I was a kid, and then I never grew up. Ha. Huh. Well, it's like, well, yeah, I'm I'm the same way. There's people w- that will find out you like dinosaurs, and then say, Did you know dinosaurs have feathers? And, and Jurassic Park was incorrect in that fact. They, they did studies, and actually, the Tyrannosaurus Rex was a scavenger and not a hunter. And it, it was, it because of its location of its eyes, it didn't need movement to see. And... And it's like, oh, yeah, I know. Shut I up. feel like the, uh, the the metal fandom for music is kind of like that, too, where it's always just like, hey, did you know? Or, hey, how about this? And it, it's never like, let's just enjoy things. It's always trying to like one-up each other and, and, and know more about the thing. Yeah. There's like a snobbery to it that you just want everybody to fuck off and die. And that snobbery comes in. It's the same as, um, I want to say dinosaur fandom is the same as space fandom. Where it's like, it's a science nerd that cannot get a job in science because he's not actually that smart. But he <laughs> he read, he watched some like Neil deGrasse Tyson that's five years out of date. So that means he's smarter than you. And it's like, dude, I, I love, um I love like when I can actually one up him on something. Because uh, I got in an argument once on Second Life with a guy who, he pointed out that, you know how Brontosaurus like wasn't real? Because they, it was actually like different dinosaurs, and somebody just put together a skeleton and said, "Look how big this dinosaur is." Yeah. And so, I I brought up Brontosaurus, and then this guy said, "Actually, there is no such thing as the Brontosaurus. It was a blah 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 and blah 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 blah." Now that information is like ten years old. Mm-hmm. Current information is Brontosaurus is real, and that was actually a mistake. Um, it's gonna be really yeah. They, they did the DNA test incorrectly. They tried again. I was like, nope, this checks out because they found another one that's whole. Cool. And so what's funny is that this guy's being such a snob about it. And so then I, like, while he's going on, I Google, like, a very recent article about this. And I gave that to him. And he was like, well, I don't trust this uh, thing. And I, like, sent him another one with, like, the, the sources all cited. And he, like, stopped talking to me. That sounds pretty on point for an argument on Second Life. Never had one, but I've had arguments with people that play Second Life. And usually if you're like, actually, it's this, they get really, really mad if you tell them they're wrong. They're just like, I don't like it when people tell me I'm wrong, because I'm right all the time. That's why I logged on to Second Life, so I can be right. Yeah, pretty this much. This is my fantasy. <laughs> I like, um, so uh, there's a guy on Second Life that makes these terrific avatars like they're so they're animated so well like you can be any dinosaur you want to the detail is great there's all sorts of custom textures you can put in your own textures if you want to but 
it, it it's a big feat because in Second Life you're kind of restricted to a human skeleton, right? So to animate a Tyrannosaurus Rex or Triceratops, it like he he has to pull some like serious trickery to do that. And on top of that, he understands things like render weight and polygons and blah blah blah. He understands the limits and the strengths of Second Life, and he makes these super high quality avatars of all kinds of dinosaurs. And I've been a fan of his work for years. And um, very recently, he started doing um, like Jurassic Park movie style dinosaurs. So you can get a historically accurate Tyrannosaurus Rex, or you can get the one from the movie. And I actually bumped into him like a couple months ago. <coughs> Excuse me, like for the first time. Um, I was like, "Oh, dude, I I love your work. I've been I like I've been buying avatars for years." And so we're just talking for a while. And he said that when he introduced the movie dinosaurs, he got like hate mail, and one person gave him a death threat that he had to like report or something. Like it was like people were getting so worked up that he's um he's spitting in the face of science by helping propagate lies that Tyrannosaurus didn't have feathers. Jesus. And so, well, yeah, so what's funny is I said, like, man, I wish people could just enjoy things, because I bought the historically accurate T-Rex, but I want to buy the movie version of the Raptor, because I kind of like, I just like the look. Yeah. Um, And, I, you know, they're all fun. And he's like, yeah, they're supposed to be all fun. And what was really funny was he, recently he, he opened Pandora's box, and he made a dragon, like a, oh. like a Lord of the Rings style fantasy dragon. Same quality, like it blows my mind how how beautiful it is. It's so big, you can color anything. It has different like breath effects, so you can make like an ice dragon if you wanted. That got hate mail from the fantasy dinosaurs and the real dinosaur fans <laughs> because dragons aren't real. What do you read the Bible? And it was this whole thing where it's like now he's getting like commission requests, it's like make a griffin, make a hippogriff. And, like, oh, you're Satan, and you're ruining dinosaurs for everyone because you released a dragon. And so then he released the Indominus Rex from Jurassic World, and he's like, I've just closed my inbox completely. That's so dumb, too, because, like, he's making he's making such a specific niche thing, probably because he finds it fun. And he can make a couple bucks on the side. I imagine he doesn't charge that much for the avatars. He he charges enough that he actually, like, this is a side job for him. <laughs> oh, good for him. But, I mean, he's got to have fun doing it, right? He probably loves dinosaurs and, and fantasy shit, and that's why he does it. Yeah. And so it just sucks that he's like, hey, I made these fun things that you can buy, but if you don't want to buy them, you don't have to. And it's like, oh, cool, I made a dragon, because people like dragons. And then and people are like, dragons aren't real. It's like, I know dragons aren't real. Like, everyone knows dragons aren't real, but people, it's a fucking video game where you can play anything you want to be. Right. Some people want to be dragons. Like, that market's got to be huge for him. Like, if he's getting into hippogriffs and shit, like, I'll be feeling more people want to buy a goddamn hippogriff and be Harry Potter's hippogriff than they do, like, dragon number four. Or, or, I mean, dinosaur number four. Right. And it's like, he's even done some, like, weird, like, there's a uh, Parasaurolophilus. And it's like, because that's everyone's favorite, right? Yeah. Oh, I love he did the, the little spitter, the Dilophosaurus kind of thing. Like, kind of based on Jurassic Park's Dilophosaurus. What the fuck? Are these actually... The, is the L, like, a Second Life currency, or...? Yeah, that's uh, Linden. Okay, I was gonna say, because there's, like, no way he's charging five grand for something like this. No, five grand Lindens is gonna be, like, I want to say 20 to $25, depending on the market. Okay. That's, that's a decent ass price then well, wow this given, is a pretty fucking good dragon model though given all the features and animations and sounds and stuff like that's this is super fair oh he's got sounds in there too it dude you can like roar you can there's neat particle effects too like honestly one of my whoa the pleasures. lightning breath is awesome yeah you should see an action too okay this is um, pretty fucking cool one of my guilty pleasures on second life like when i need to unwind is I log in and I don't talk to anybody. Like, I set myself to just offline. Mm -hmm. And I'll go to this, like, abandoned fantasy forest place. And I'll just fly around as a dragon. Or I'll, like, go over to the lake and there's, like, a drinking animation where water, like, pours out of your mouth. And then there's, like, a pile of gold. And I'll just, like, curl up on the gold and sleep there. And I just like to take, like, photographs and stuff. And, um, 
you know, like neat screenshots that like look like wallpaper. And it's just the most relaxing thing you can do. Yeah, that sounds... I never... I could never get into stuff like that. I just seemed like... I've always had this, like, I need to be doing something. I need to go, 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 which is... Can get exhausting because it gets to a point where, like, even playing video games feels like a... Like, almost like work. Um, my brother plays video games a lot to, like, unwind. He's like, oh, man, I'm just gonna, like, run through Bloodborne again because that's fun to me. And I'm just like, oh, man, if I do that, that will be... That will be, like, hours of... of like, that would feel like a chore at a point. Or even just, like, I don't play video games every day. I play, like, on certain days for a specific amount of time because anything longer and it, it feels like I'm not doing what I should be doing. Generally, which is sleeping at that point. But I don't know. Like my, I'm just wired in such a weird-ass way where I, I can't... I don't always just enjoy doing things, like relaxing things, and it's, it's frustrating. Thankfully, there's Bob Ross. That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. I painted a dinosaur once. That was fun. I think I saw that. You posted that on the that Discord place. Yeah, was that watercolor one? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I love Jurassic Park. Oh. Did you see Jurassic World 2? No. I really didn't like the twist in that movie. Um, Because it's not... It, it, <laughs> they build up this twist like there's a C-plot. And, like, nothing happens with it. Huh. I don't know why they bothered. Yeah, I'll probably never see it, so if you want to spoil it, go ahead. So, you you remember, um... Who, uh, Hammond made the first Jurassic Park? The, right? the little hamster guy made the first Jurassic Park? Yeah. Ah. And he, um... And he he invented the cloning technology, but like he he funded and developed it with a partner. And so in Jurassic World two, the partner guy oh. is interested in like in like saving the dinosaurs because the island's gonna explode. Mm-hmm. And so he wants to fund this like effort to relocate him to a different island. <clears throat> and he also like he's old and dying, but he has a granddaughter that lives in the mansion with him. It turns out. And this is, like, oddly hinted at weird ways in the movie. Like, there's a part where the granddaughter's there. And they're like, Grandpapa, what was Mother like? And they have, like, a photo album. And he closes the photo album. He's like, well, she was just like you. Now go to bed. And it's like, well, what? So, of course, it turns out the granddaughter is actually a clone of his daughter that died. Okay. Which means they're cloning humans now. Ah, yeah, yeah. That, that would be the implication. And there's an... <laughs> There's an implication that that matters while they're, like, literally being attacked by raptors. It's like, no, there's more important things than the ethics of cloning right now. And so the little girl is a clone. So at the end, she pushes a button to open a gate and let all the dinosaurs free because they're like her. (laughs) I know someone, his favorite movie is Jurassic Park. And I think his... Me! least favorite movie is is Jurassic World 2. Oh. He's just like, that was the most dreadful thing I've ever seen in a theater. It's like, I oh, love... you've never went to a Adam Sandler movie, have you? Dude, I love, there's a part where they have a, a like a super raptor that like, it literally <laughs> it just has a scene where it like winks in the camera to the audience before killing somebody. Nice. And it's like, you, you can't you can't pretend that this movie is anything more than it is. And that cements it for me. Like, when it when that happened, I just, like, grabbed some more popcorn. And it's like, you know what? You earned it, movie. <laughs> I will say, going back to dinosaurs real quick, because uh, we are at, like, 50 minutes. I asked on a, a Facebook group I'm a part of what your favorite dinosaur was for people. And a lot of them said, where'd this fucking thread go? Jesus Christ. That's a weird response. Yeah, I know. Um, the Ankylosaurus, which is which is like a big old like it's a four-legged fucker with a spiky back, kind of not like spiky back, but like a no, they're spiky like a, on the or along the side. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. On the outside, and it's it looks like a big tank. It's got kind of a heavy tail with like a club on it. I, it was a, it was a creature in pra no, not Primal Rage. Yeah, Primal Rage. Remember Primal Rage? Yeah. Am I thinking of the right game? 
I think that was in Primal Rage. I can't remember if Primal Rage is the, is, is is the fighting game where you're the like you play as dinosaurs and monkeys, or if if it's the fighting game where yeah. you could turn into werewolves. Um, I th- no, it was the one with the monsters and stuff. Yes, it was. What's the one where you turn into werewolves? I don't know, but I liked that one. My favorite I was the the guy that turned into a mole. Because he had these like giant mole claws, and I was like, dude, that's a cool punch. Find a game where you turn into animals is Bloody Roar. Yes, that was that was cool. That was a fun one. I only ever played the demo to that. I never actually owned a copy of it. Me too, dude. And I don't know if they'll ever like. It's like, did they ever do like a Bloody Roar for any of the new systems? Because I'd probably buy that. No, it sold so poorly. That sucks. Yeah, I I think everyone remembers the demo and their parents saying like, eh, maybe next year. Yeah, probably. There were kind of balance problems. Like, it was almost like the Masters of Terracasi, where you have a stance where you draw a weapon, and it's like, why would you ever not be in that stance? Yeah. Didn't didn't um Mortal Kombat tried that on like the fucking GameCube or something? Where they had like three different stances, and one of them, like, if you're Baraka, it's like, now you have your fucking swords out. It's like, yeah, but I'm Baraka, I always want my swords out, so I'm just so, not gonna leave the odd- stance. Oddly enough, they kind of brought that back in the most recent one, but it works. Oh. There's, like, it's not a stance you swap between, but there's, like, every character has three um modes, and when you choose a character, you choose which, like, spec you want to be in. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, and so what's interesting is that there's a couple characters where it's, like, literally the perk you're getting is something like he has the swords out, so there's a range bonus. But the other ones are enticing because it's like you add a bleed or you add just more damage or something. Sure. And um, there's a Jason in there. And one of the Jason ones you could pick was literally just called Immortal. And what happens is if you die, um, like after the death animation, J- like the, the other character will walk away and Jason will just get back up and grab him by the neck. And you get more huh. health back. And it was like, it's this cute kind of thing because that's how the movies go. But also, it's a fun gameplay mechanic to say, hey, you get extra HP um, for this one. So you're missing, like, the extra dagger from the other thing. Sure. But if you can work with the extra HP, you might want this. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's that crazy, like, game. fighting games have been around for so long, and it's, like, the same characters over the span of, like, 20 years. And they still have to, like, make these games feel new and fresh. Did you see the new Street Fighter character that just came out? I did not. He he believes that he's the president of the United States. Huh. And like his his ultimate move is called like ultimate president. And he just turns gold and like stomps on somebody. And he wears like an Abraham Lincoln hat and stuff and he has these like random presidential quotes and he's just such a quirky silly character that he fits in that roster perfectly. But it's like, yeah, America. That's funny. Yeah. There's a character like that in Sandman who was a uh... He thought he was the he was the emperor of the of the United States, and like that was and he was really just like a crazy homeless person, but he ended up like running into Morpheus, who's you know the aspect of dreaming, and he was just like, yeah, sure, this is fine. I'm gonna make sure you you live a decent life because I like you. You're funny, or mate, or something. I can't remember. It's been a bit since I read that, but you know, similar similar idea. Um, is there anything else on dinosaurs we want to cover? Or should we should we do a glad spaces I want to say I've only recently realized how much I love dinosaurs Um, I feel like dinosaurs have been a part of my life in a small way but more consistently than anything else yeah that's a good that's um, an interesting way to put it whenever the, the local like natural history museum had a dinosaur exhibit even though it was the same exhibit that we saw last time I would, like, beg to go, and I just, like, the they'd have, <laughs> this is silly, when I was little, it's like they'd have these big models of dinosaurs, and they'd play, like, loud roaring sounds, so we'd go, and the T-Rex is too big and loud, and it's scary, and I want to go home. Like, this happened three times. <laughs> but I'd see the commercial, and I'd see the same T-Rex, and it's like, I'm going to see it this year. I'm not going to be afraid this year. Um, And it's like, you know, like Jurassic Park is so neat. I I think one of my favorite 
Christmas toys was getting a, a T-Rex toy. Um, cause my parents couldn't get me the, the Velociraptor. The Raptors were selling out so fast. They literally like called up Universal Studios, like the, the amusement park and said, do you have any Raptors? And I was like, no. And it was like, <laughs> so they, the compromise, so they got me the giant T-Rex toy instead. And it's like, hey, you know what? I can make do with this. Yep. Can't go wrong with big T-Rex. I just, I love dinosaurs. The dinosaurs new, um, are cool. The new troll druid, and wow, you turn into a dinosaur for your cat form. Really? That's fucking cool. Yeah, and the bear form is an inky little, little, little source. Man, fuck that. I, I was stuck with a goddamn shitty rendered cat and a bear because it took forever for them to update the models. You snooze, you lose. And I, and I quit, and I got fucking troll druids now, and they turn into dinosaurs. What's their moonkin form? Uh, it's a really creepy, like, pterodactyl monster that That's stands cool. upright. Huh. Fucking World of Warcraft. I'm so, so glad I'm, I don't play that, but I still miss playing that game. Yeah, you can live vicariously through me. I kind of do. It's great. I'm just like, how? what's it like now? And you tell me, and I'm just like, oh, it sounds horrible, but I wish I was there. I keep you up to date. You do. Um, yeah, so do you have any closing remarks on dinosaurs? Um, I wish I still had the childlike wonder for them, because I remember just, like, they were, for like two years of of like third and fourth grade they were pretty much like everything important to me was like I need to do stuff about dinosaurs and read about them and draw them and and watch movies with them and cartoons and it just seemed like it it seems like it's like a an, an okay thing to have like a fixation on instead of I don't know like anime or whatever other horrible stuff I I consume yeah, sorry, anime l- losers. You're gonna stay virgins forever because I'm a dinosaur fan. Yeah. So, it's, see, when you put it that way, I'm just sounding like a dumbass. But I don't. I I do. I do kind of miss being like, you know, having this thing to be like enthralled by. Like, you know, look how fucking big these things are and how old and cool they are. And I'm just like, eh, dinosaurs are fine. What else is on? I grew up. I'm a. I'm a horrible person now. I think it's funny that I'm a virgin and you're Chad. <laughs> um, so do you want to do Glad Space? Sure. Do you got one? I do. My Glad Space is this week is Best Buy. There's no. a story here. Okay. So my headphones that I had, my Sennheiser earbuds, uh, were starting to fizzle out. And I was like, fuck, I, I have to go buy new headphones again. And I'm sick of throwing money at Sennheisers because they're not lasting as long as I want them to. And it's like, you know, the original Apple earbuds, those things are kind of like tanks. I was like, I should just get another pair of those because my brother's been yelling at me, just go get another pair of fucking Apple. So I go on BestBuy.com and I type in Apple earbuds. And apparently things have changed since I bought my last iPod six years ago. Because uh, the headphone jack is different now. It's not a 3.5 millimeter cable. It's like the little USB lightning shit. And all of the things are, are uh, wireless for the most part. And Bluetooth, which my iPod doesn't have. They're expensive. And so I'm looking for these fucking Apple earbuds on BestBuy.com. And I can't find them unless I want to buy the new ones and then like a $12 adapter cable. Like this is horrible. But I have to go to the bank, and Best Buy is like two minutes away from the bank. So it's like, I'm just going to go to Best Buy and see if, if I can find what I want. And if I can't, I'll buy a cheap pair of Sonys. And I get there, and I'm like, hey, I'm looking for headphones. And the guy's like, what kind? Because we have a lot. And I pull mine out of my pocket. And I'm like, something shaped like this. And he's like, oh, those are going to be over that aisle, but not that one, the one behind it where no one goes to buy headphones because no one wants those anymore. It's like, awesome. I'm sure you're going to have a great selection. And I walk over there. And I fucking find the original iPod headphones. <laughs> they were what I was looking for. And they were still $30 because Apple sucks balls. But um, I bought them. And I was really happy. I was like, I didn't think you guys were going to have this at all because your website doesn't. And they did. So so go to your local Best Buy guys and, and gals and, 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 and don't buy music because they don't fucking sell music anymore. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I had a fucking bought a thing I wanted to buy. Consumerism. Guess, you know, it's too late to do it now, but Amazon is discontinuing their uh, their discount on pre-order games. 
And uh, what's funny is now that means like I still have my thing from Best Buy, so yeah. I get my like twelve or no my twenty percent off of anything, not just pre-orders. And there's just no reason to use that Amazon anymore. Oh my god, that bear form is cool. It's so like speak- a fucking spiked turtle thing. Yeah, an inky little source. And the moonkin is creepy. Yeah, a lot of people said that. But it's got a tail. I like that. That like, pleases the furry in me. I like the raptor form. I want to run around like that. That's cool. Yeah, this is a. Uh, this is some neat shit. Go Blizzard. Um. So speaking of Blizzard, my glad space is. Um. I sent you any article about a guy that used to work on Warcraft, like back before it released. Yes. So he started a Kickstarter. Um. This this guy's kind of interesting. He never like studied game design but he was making like custom quake maps or something and got a job at blizzard and um so he took a he took a lot of notes and so he's been compiling these notes from over the years and like writing down stories and things of just like the design of like how you make a game like world of warcraft back then and uh there's a kickstarter it's called world of warcraft diary right yeah here it is i think so um, yeah, it's funded, so it's gonna get made, but you can, you can get a discount price if you pledge now. And it's just, there's a great interview on Wowhead, where he pretty much gave a few excerpts from the book that tell these neat stories about, like, he refers to it the, as the less glamorous side of game design, where it's less about, we wanted to invoke adventure and immersion, and it's more about, there's too many polygons here, and we don't have time to sort out the polygons, so scrap the whole dungeon. Or like, well, I'll do it on the weekend. And it's about him working on the weekend to fix the polygons. And when I say that, it's not interesting. He writes it very well. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's more interesting than we wanted to invoke adventure. To me, because, it is more interesting. Yeah, because it's just like this is like the daily grind of game design, like the non-glamorous shit that goes into making a video game. Because there's a fucking lot of it. Yeah, and this this interview on Wowhead was more entertaining than any of the three Wow lore books that I have. And not to put those down, but it's like this is the stuff that I really like. Like arguing over the theme. Like he he made this dungeon that was super big because he just kept adding to it. And it wasn't like it wasn't scheduled time, so he was like doing it on his own time. And so he got this freedom to just like reuse assets, however, and put something together. And he ended up making this huge, like, six-hour-long dungeon that was, like, about a necromancy school. And what was funny was, like, the art team got all mad that they weren't involved because it's like, well, we could have made you more stuff. And, like, the story guy, like, didn't know about it. So it's like, yeah, let's make it about necromancy. Because it's just like, well, we have a lot of skulls. Let's put skulls in there. And it just got thrown together. But then it became this super iconic element of the game years later just because of all the personality that exists in it and just yeah i mean i, I love that running stuff. through that that dungeon and I, that was probably after they fixed it so it didn't take fucking six hours um i i, I remember running through it at level like 70 or 80 when i was trying to get my feral heart set because i had nothing fucking better to do than than something stupid like that and like even over leveled and stealthing through most of it it would still take me like 30 or 40 minutes to go through like that was a ridiculously huge dungeon and so There's just... a lot of cool stuff in there, though. <laughs> yeah. The the interview on Wowhead, it covers that whole story, so go ahead and read that. But if you enjoy that, you're going to want to go ahead and get the book, because looking at just the preview on the Kickstarter page, like there's these neat like early map designs and how they handle just... like <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you make an MMO with trees? Because you have to start thinking about how are you going to render the trees. Like, how oh man, demanding... rendering trees is horrible. Dude, it's it's the stuff that maybe you've never thought about before unless you've had to do it yourself. And then here's a page on like trees and how they do the landscape and just the geography of the planet and everything. It's a, This is going to be a neat book. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like um, it took five years to make the land of glass. And it seemed like every f- three or four months, my brother's like, I did this. Also, I made it so the trees run better. <laughs> and it was just like, hey, I did. I made this dungeon today. Also, I made the trees run better again. And like every, like, 
throughout the entire process to like the like the last day it's like god i want to make the trees run a little better before we release this and what's really funny is like there's no player out there that's going to boot up a game and go wow you know the trees really render well like no one no one appreciates that detail unless it's a problem that they can point out is bad Right, well, because we had like like the one map with a lot of trees, and it would slow the frame rate down because they didn't render quite as well as we wanted them to. And I remember like the first thing he did with the trees is he he made a sixty four by sixty four map, which is the biggest we can make in our game, and he just filled it with trees and turned them on, and it was just like watching the frame rate tank. And it's like, okay, we'll never make anything like this, but I need to not have the frame rate be this low in this extreme example. And so he just like started with like the worst thing he could do, and then it's like I need to work my way up from here, and then in the game it'll be fine. I don't know how he did it because programming is wizardry, but that there's there's another little story for you. <laughs> so it's fun. Look that up on Wowhead. Give that a read. Um, that's all I got. You got any closing remarks? No, I, I I hope everybody enjoyed our podcast about dinosaurs. And remember, um, the dinosaur is the is nature's candy. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night.